You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and two of our colleagues from Your Story Travel Company, Gina and Margie. We hope that you're all safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 598, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Today, we'll be sharing with you all of the latest Disney rumors and news to try and help your week be more magical. The Mousecapades podcast is a part of the Your Story Travel Company. If you're looking to reschedule or book a trip, one of our story guides will be glad to help. Visit yourstorytravel.com for your free quote. If you're thinking about going to Disney in the future, a small refundable deposit will hold your trip. Just contact us today. So before we get started, I feel like I need to give a little warning, warning. If you have not eaten dinner, you may want to go grab a snack because this is a very food heavy episode. Uh, Not so much what I'm about to tell you, but as we carry on, there's going to be a lot of food talk. So if you're hungry and you haven't eaten, grab a snack. I think this next news needs a drum roll. So on Friday, the Orange County Register released an article stating that Disneyland, Universal Studios, and other California theme parks can reopen on April 1st. It was based on updated guidelines from the state's health department. This reopening is a part of a refresh of Governor Gavin Newsom's four-tier blueprint for a safer economy. According to the plan, the parks can reopen at 15% capacity, which is tier two, tier three is 25% capacity, and tier four is 35% capacity. Now, this all sounds wonderful, but before you guys get all excited, we wanna let you know that Disney has not released this statement. This came (laughs) from the news. So at this point, we're just calling it a rumor because we don't want anybody to hang us out to dry. But But it is like such an amazing rumor. (laughs) No, no, I agree. I just hope that I don't get my hopes up. But I did find out this week from our friend uh, Lee and Callie that he is going to get to go to the little festival that we talked about last week. Oh, Oh, cool. And so, uh, yeah, I think he said March 28th. I believe I'd have to look back at the text. So he's going to do an interview with me after he does it so we can have a little update on that so we can know what that looks like and the news news release did say that it would be only opened for california residents at the very beginning oh good i didn't see that part i I thought that that's what florida was going to do with walt disney world was keep it only for florida residents at the very beginning but they didn't but at the same time really only florida residents went at the very beginning of walt disney world um but yeah it's for california residents and they have to be so their different counties have to be at a at a certain color in order for them to open by april 1st i forget what color it is you know concerning like covid cases and stuff um which I want to say orange. I think I did read that somewhere. Which is why they said they could open by April 1st, but it's not guaranteed for sure guarantee kind of thing. So 
and we all think it's like an april fool's joke which would be like the worst <laughs> april fool's joke in the world but i, I, I hope it's not i told kaylee the same thing i saw that and i'm like what because it, it said april first i'm like no -uh. i'm like this is gonna be april Fools. <laughs> could you at least say be. april 2nd yes. <laughs> so it's just kind of and it almost i don't know how you guys felt when you read this i guess we've just been like waiting for it for so long for California to give the okay for them to open and yes Disney has not said that they're going to open yet but like I was just in shock and then I just didn't like have any feelings after that I was like I thought it was gonna be like this bigger announcement like there was gonna be fireworks like <laughs> no we can't well, have fireworks I read it and I on Facebook and I'm like nah -uh. and I snapped shot it yep. to Vicky and I'm she like did. is this true? And I was like yeah. I haven't seen this. You almost <laughs> didn't think that it was true and I guess I kind of thought the same thing like back when Walt Disney World when they announced that Walt Disney World was going to open we were all like is it true? But it is. So we'll see. I mean it'll be interesting to so see. So will it be a, a year then since they've been closed? Over a year. Over a year. <laughs> Because yeah. they closed in March. March the 14th. Yeah. So, I mean, this is the, a year ago last year was our last normal week. That's what <laughs> somebody said at school. Steph will know who it is. This, Melissa. This, today, like last year, I was salty because I had just canceled my cruise. Oh, mm. well. For the week. I was in the bathroom on, the on Friday. We were all saying we were so tired. And one of our colleagues said, just think. In a week and a half, we went home and didn't come back. Yeah. Yep. Well, and this is what my husband keeps saying. He keeps saying, you know, this was only supposed to last two weeks. We were only supposed to be in lockdown for two weeks. We're still here. Mm. Yeah. And we love each other. Yeah. All right, Steph, go ahead. Right. All right. So the 2021 Flower and Garden Festival is underway at Epcot. This festival is all about produce, flowers, and landscapes. That's why we're going to have a lot of... Um, a fun food talk later on with this flower and garden festival. So Spike's pollination is back and running and you can purchase a map for $7.99 and then you'll find Spike the Bee all over Epcot and then you'll place a sticker on your map. Once your map is complete, you return it to Disney Traders or World Traveler for a prize. And this year, the prize is an orange bird plate. The Extravaganza Scavenger Hunt will be available for a limited time starting March 19th. This means that you'll be hunting for eggs around Epcot. How much fun is that? I think we're well, gonna have to do that. Those sound really, really fun. Is Spike's pollination going the entire time? Yes, from what I understand, it's going until July. The extravaganza is just being added in. But yes, you'll have to take pictures of that stuff because that would be really cool to put up. Okay, because fingers crossed, my sister-in-law and I are going in June. So we haven't booked it yet, but we're hoping. Okay. So you could do the Spikes Pollination. I could do a scavenger hunt at Epcot. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, another scrim has been added to Peter Pan's flight in the Magic Kingdom in Disney World. The scrim is painted to look like Peter Pan's flight, so it isn't just a plain brown drab covering over the building. It is much more pleasant to look at while Disney creates their magic to prepare for October's 50th anniversary. The entire building is now covered with the exception of the entrance. 
We think it gives it a bit of mystery and will make the reveal much more special. You know, I don't even remember seeing those when we were there because I guess I was just so excited because I was going on it for the first time. And see, we we didn't go on it. The ride is still going. The ride yes. is still going. Yeah, yeah they just had, um, it's just like when I told you guys about the train station when I was there in October, it, just, it was just a plain brown scrim and then somebody must have come in at night or whatever and paint it to match the train station. Well, now this, it looks just like the building that Peter Pan was in and it wasn't like that when we were there. So, well, and I think part of it was is because I think where they routed you in through Columbia House, it kind of like took away from that. I think oh, from okay. seeing stuff like I that. I didn't even know how they were routing you in. I didn't get to ride that ride. Yeah, they routed us in through Columbia House. Was gotcha. that your first time riding that ride, mm-hmm. Tina? Like yep. ever? Yeah, ever. she also rode Living with the Land for the first time. Oh my yep. gosh! And we love both of them. Is one of my favorite rides. Like. It's so but magical. It, it The lines were always so long and we never had a fast pass for mm-hmm. it. So we just never rode it. And well, it was Disneyland, only a 20 minute wait. So we went on it this time. Well, and at Disneyland, there are no fast passes for Peter Pan's flight. You have to get there right at the beginning of the day or you don't ride it. But yeah, I just, and maybe it's because my son thought that he was Peter Pan for the first five years of his life. Oh, but like going so on cute. that ride, like it brings tears to my eyes. It's like, yeah, here we go. And I'm just like crying. I'm like, I'm going to Neverland. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love that ride. So we are glad the Flower and Garden Festival is up and running over at Epcot because there were some disappointment over at the Magic Kingdom last Wednesday. The day started with a brief thunderstorm. When guests arrived at Magic Kingdom, they were told the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train was down. Space Mountain was down too, but eventually was up and running. And the People Mover sign was there reminding guests that it still wasn't open. And the unfinished Tron ride was visible, visibly being worked on. The Mad Hatter's Tea Party was closed for refurbishment, and the Hall of Presidents was closed for refurbishment. We know that Disney is preparing for the 50th, but we're hoping that they don't have too many things shut down at one time like this all the time until October. I'm hoping. Especially with spring break coming. Right, that's what I was hoping for Stephanie, that that a lot of this stuff will be up and running by the time you get there. We went over and looked at them building Tron while we were there. It looks pretty cool. It does look cool. Do they, they don't have a date yet for Tron. Mm. Oh, I want to ride that ride so bad. In the meantime, just get on your uh, app or or your YouTube video and ride it. And I wonder when um, the mine train in Space Mountain came back up, how long the freaking waits were because we had that problem at Test Track at Epcot when we were there. Like we went there and that was one of the first things we wanted to go on and it was down because I text you. Right. And I said, is it under refurbishment or something? Mm -mm. And it came back up and it was a two hour wait. So we skipped it. Bummer. So this week, they moved the six-foot center ring for the Harmonious Nighttime Show into the World Showcase Lagoon, and guests saw them testing the water features, which makes me really excited. Oh, good. Um, I didn't realize this until this article that I read. Um, It's positioned like a compass, and the five platforms house the primary show equipment for Harmonious with the barge housing the ring in the center. And then the centerpiece ring will support a high-density water curtain. I did know that part, but... 
I guess I didn't put all this out in my head. It'll have moving lights and fountains in a circular form that will symbolize Epcot's story of global connection through the reach of Disney music for all guests to enjoy while visiting the theme park. Disney Live Entertainment technical designers across the country have been programming various elements of the show from media and fountains to light, lighting and pyrotechnics working in a completely virtual environment. The music producers at Walt Disney Imagineering have been remotely directing recording sessions with an incredibly diverse array of musical artists performing in studios around the world. So that sounds amazing from a, from a music family standpoint. Mm -hmm. Work on Harmonious is still in the early stages of development and has more finishing details to come before its debut. And it said later this year, still no date. December 31st. No, no they can't it's December 1st. <laughs> October 1st. Yeah. No, I, I've said this before in weeks previous. It's like when they said Mandalorian was coming out in October, it came out October 30th. And so it's like, it'll be out later this year. And so it's like, they're going to wait till the very end of the year, but they won't. But I just think it's funny. Yeah. So this week, Disney released pictures of the refurbished room in the Polynesian Resort. More reason for the Polynesian to be on my bucket list. Mm -hmm. Has anybody stayed there? No, no, it's on my bucket, my bucket no, list too. I want to. Girls so are <laughs> yeah, We were supposed to for the girls trip. And actually when I called, because... I couldn't get it to like book and um they I was talking to the girl and she said that uh for months Polynesian has been booked for October like as soon as it became available it was booked up it's it's beautiful I mean the rooms are gorgeous. The reimagined space features a new color palette inspired by the Pacific Ocean and its many islands, including details, patterns, and textures from the hit Walt Disney Animation Studios film Moana, which is one of my favorites. The wallpaper shows Maui and Moana in different silhouettes, much like we see in the movie and on Maui's body art. The beautiful portrait of Moana and what is the pig's? Pua. Pua. Pua looking out at the ocean is hanging in the room. You'll also see all new furnishings and fixtures in the bathroom. Um, that in the bathrooms, Disney Imagineers took inspiration from the sandy ocean floor for the tile and carved details in the vanity. The colorful patterns found throughout the room bring a whole new energy to the space, evoking ocean waves and tropical flowers. These amazing rooms will begin taking reservations in late July. I am so excited about those rooms. And like Gina said, they're like booked already. Yeah, like yep. I'm just so excited for them and i like you guys all said polynesian is on my bucket list it's one of the i was like out of all of the deluxe resorts that is where i would want to stay is that the polynesian me too me too kaylee says grand floridian well, That's I just chris, feel like, chris says grand floridian too i just Keep feel too. like i'm probably not gonna make it to these amazing islands in my life like I exactly. really want to, like those are on my bucket list to go out to right. those amazing islands, but I could go to the Polynesian and kind of sort of feel like I'm there. I don't know. It also has one of my favorite counter service meals. So yes. and you can get a Dole Whip whenever you want. Like, right. And Tonka favorite sit down restaurants. Yeah, mm -hmm. favorite sit down restaurants. I mean, yes, Polynesian is up there. 
Um, over in Tokyo at Disney Sea, they have reopened, but even 10 minutes before the park opened, the lines were incredibly short. The guests have been back self-enforcing social distancing, so cast members only needed an occasional mention about wearing a mask after eating or drinking. The inside of the park, uh, just a few minutes after open, made it look like everything was still closed. The Aquasphere Plaza was dead, with only a few folks here and there taking selfies. The park was eerily empty since the capacity is only set at 5,000 guests. That's not very many. Walking around the park, guests are shocked at all that is closed. The coming of age ceremony for Yurayasu was set to be held here later this month, but no further news has been announced regarding the return of entertainment at Tokyo Disney Resort yet. We are wondering if Tokyo Disney Sea is going to be able to bounce back from the pandemic. What do you guys all think? I'm wondering. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that was sad. They showed it like midday pictures. Wow. And there was like a person Isn't it here. just that people are afraid to go still? Maybe. I mean. Or just because they're in the same position we are and everything is shut down and people losing jobs and stuff like that. I was wondering how many tourists go to that park typically because no one's allowed to go there. So maybe right. that's, that's part of thinking. it too. I don't know. Hmm. We're going to have to wait and see, but it didn't look too good to me. I, it doesn't seem like they should be keeping something open like that that can't possibly be making enough money to support itself. Right. Disney has filed a patent for a new multimedia system that would transform a room into an interactive show. A show system or in-room entertainment or show system configured to provide engaging and immersive multimedia shows or presentations in nearly any space or room that is defined by one or more walls. The in-room show system generally includes a controller for selective operating, a display device, like a television or something, a video projector, an audio system, or some other kind of speaker, and other show components, one or more lights, a fan, a mechanical device, and so on. Media content is predefined for the room and the controller operates, such as in response to a trigger switch or a remote, con blah, 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 remote control device that may take the form of a show prop activated by someone in the room. To serve the media content to sell, tell a story or magically transform the space into a multi-dimensional and immersive entertainment space. Who was interested in this? That's going to be like being in a Disney ride. Yeah. You know what I was you know what I was thinking and I'm not trying to be mean or anything. Price tag goes up. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Well, I'm like how much is this going to be? Like, there right. was no there was no like suggested maybe price headed that way. But it's like you're going to have Disney in your own home. Oh my gosh, that would just be amazing. Because this is kind of <laughs> like what my grandma always thought. Like, she thought it would be cool if your television let you smell the scents. Oh, yeah. <laughs> kind of yeah, like we're in the shows. Cool. And that's what, when I was looking at this, I was like, holy cow. It's like you're going to be in. Hey, um, I would buy one. I mean, if it's reasonably priced and I'm not going to be able to get to Disney for a while, heck yeah. We shall see. And now, friends, 
If you don't have your snack yet, go get it because you're going to be hungry. <laughs> food, glorious food. Good Our job, favorite Vicky. part. <laughs> the food is a huge part of Epcot's Flower and Garden Festival. And this year there is a new dish, fried cinnamon roll bites, which I expect Stephanie Yum. to test for us. I'm the, writing it down right now. <laughs> at the Sunshine Griddle, it is fried cinnamon roll bites with cream cheese frosting and candied bacon. Oh my gosh. Yum. You can almost taste it, can't you? Oh my gosh. This is a I'm brunch booth. <laughs> yeah. This is a brunch booth and is new to the festival. It has been a big hit for the guests in the first week of the festival. Mmm. Yes, please. That sounds amazing. So at that same booth, Sunshine Griddle booth, they also have shrimp and grits as one of its attractions. It is made with blackened shrimp, cheddar cheese grits, brown gravy, and a sweet corn salsa. This dish has been at the Flower and Garden Festival in years past, and guests always look forward to its return. I think I'm going to try those fried cinnamon roll bites, though, instead. Well, yeah, I have to. The shrimp and grits would be good if it didn't have the brown gravy and the sweet corn sauce. I bet you could have it lead it off. I had shrimp and grits at the Coral Reef when we were there, and it was amazing. Hmm. So I bet you could just ask them to leave those things off. I don't see why not. Yeah. Yeah. They make it right there. <laughs> uh, Magnolia Terrace is being voted the most improved booth since last year. Were these booths even able to be opened last year? Like... Uh, well, they were open for a month. For a month, okay. I'm just. Or were they? A few weeks, anyway. A couple I think weeks, anyway. Two or three weeks, at least. Yeah, yeah. two or okay. three weeks, at least. This booth is in the American Pavilion, the crawfish, the crawfish etouffee, with andouille sausage and dirty rice is by far the best dish at this booth. You could easily order this as an entree. Also, the fried green tomatoes are back with blue crab fennel salad. Yum. Okay, that sounds really good. It looked amazing, and I saw Tim's wife eat it the other day. Oh, we love Jen. So also at Magnolia Terrace, you can get the beef brisk burnt ends and smoked pork belly slider. This one looks delicious, and some guests have claimed that is the best thing at the festival. Frozen Dessert Violet Lemonade is back at the Pineapple Promenade. It is not too sweet and not too floral. It is a nice refreshing drink on a hot day. It is purple in color and topped with a yellow flower. It's edible, which I don't know about you guys, but until the last couple years, I don't think I knew that you could eat flowers. I mean, I knew you could eat them, but would they taste good? I've, I've had one. <laughs> well, I knew you could eat dandelions. But they don't. Mm, I did that as a kid. I don't think they taste good. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. I've never had them. Somebody dared me to do it, and it did not taste good to me. At the Sunshine Pavilion, the orange lemon smoothie is there. It is a little tart and a little sweet. If you've ever had an orange Julius, that's what they're saying this sort of tastes like. You can get that with the orange bird sipper for $15. At the Trowel and Trellis, the grilled street corn is back. This is an Epcot Yum. guest favorite. It's a very simple thing, but it's just so delicious. It is an ear of corn grilled and smothered in a special garlic butter spread. You just can't beat this tasty, healthy treat for just $5.75. I don't know how healthy it is with the butter, but it does sound good. Sounds so good. Is on it because I don't know if that's healthy, but it's corn. <laughs> so in so my good. mind, that makes it healthy. 
<laughs> I don't know. I can't eat you've it. You've got so. your fat and you've got your veggie. I mean, even though corn is meh, as far as veggies go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, but it's so good. Um, the Fleur de Lis booth has braised duck confit a la l'orange sauce, and it is served over gnocchi. This is a new addition to Epcot's festival, but they did change it up a little bit by pouring it over the gnocchi. The goat cheese tart is also back at this booth. It is made with a flaky pastry crust with caramelized onions and melted goat cheese. The flavors of this cheese and onions are rich, but the buttery flaky crust evens it out all the yummy goodness. We will be stopping at that booth. Also, go ahead, sorry. I was just saying, we will be stopping at that booth. Faux show. Also at this booth, they have caramelized beignets with vanilla cream. Guests said they thought it tasted more like a donut than a beignet. Regardless, it was reported as a must-eat. At the funnel cake booth, this year's mini funnel cake is topped with lemon cheesecake ice cream blueberries and powdered sugar it looks like it is going to be a hit honestly can you ever go wrong with a funnel cake no you can't no, no. i don't and think that so. sounds amazing okay where's the funnel cake booth it's right by the american adventure across from the american gardens theater yep. okay we're gonna go we, to were, that we ate right there because we yeah. um ate at uh what is that place called i just was listening to your interview again um Oh man, I will remember I know. it. I it's the barbecue it. place. Yeah, it was amazing. At the refreshment port, where Gina introduced us to the brown sugar filled pretzel, by the way, the <laughs> popsicle trio has returned. You get three mini popsicles for $5 honeydew, raspberry mint, and coconut lime. And Stephanie, I was thinking of your kids when I read this because I thought what a fun thing to do. But it said make sure that they're super refreshing, but they melt super fast. So you either need to share it or eat incredibly fast, however you want to hmm. do it. But it looked it looked really, it did, it looked really refreshing, like on a hot day. The coconut lime sounds really good. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to... Now I'm singing a song in my head. Before we start, I'm going to need some help with some of... What is this? <clears throat> shakshuka. And then at the... <laughs> the shakshuka taste of Marrakesh. Marrakesh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that, Joey. All right. The no. shakshuka at the Taste of Marrakesh has Moroccan baked eggs with spiced eggplant and a tomato stew. The egg is deliciously yummy, and it's served with a couple of slices of toasted pita bread. The guests that sampled this said they would have liked a couple more slices of pita bread. So if you order this dish, you could ask if you could have some more to enjoy with it. I'm still verdict out on this one. I'm like, you always need more pita bread. <laughs> I just don't know about the egg, eggplant, tomato stew. Yeah. I mean, just, although, you know what? I eat eggs with tomatoes all the time for breakfast. So maybe I would like it. Not my cup of tea. Know, maybe. My um, in Japan, the Hanami booth usually has festival favorites. It was the shrimp and crab with spicy mayonnaise on top of cucumber slices and topped with a creamy avocado and violet sauce. Guests reported that it had a nice kick and eating it on the cucumber gave it a little crunch. 
You get three slices because it is served in the shape of a Mickey head. Of course. Why not? How can you go wrong with that? It was that super cute. sounds really good. Cute little Mickey head Japanese food. <laughs> that one's very creative. Like, you would never think to put all those things together. Right. No. right? The but it does sound really good. Yeah, that's what we're finding with HelloFresh. We're learning all these things that we would have never put together, but taste amazing. Yeah. If you complete the whole Garden Grays map, you get a prize that cannot be purchased at the Pineapple Promenade. A prize is a mango lime dual whip and a souvenir flower and garden cup for free. You heard me. Finish your Garden Grays sam sampling and collect your stickers and you are rewarded with this sweet treat. Yes. We will be doing How that. many stickers do you have to collect to finish the map? I think it's only eight or nine. It's not hmm. a ton. Oh, that's not bad. No, I I mean, I think that the Garden Grays, I don't know if that's the one you pay for or not. I think that one's the freeze one. I don't know. They got like three things going on right now. I'm not sure how they keep up with it. But the Garden Grays, isn't that, I mean, I know at like the food and wine, there's like a cheese one. Oh. But you have to go and like eat and pay for all the cheeses. Six. It's six stickers. I do remember this. You pay for six things and then you get that prize. Okay. But you're so right. You have to pay. they're all like $6-ish, $7. It's, it's like $42. You're paying for it anyway, but the little cup was super cute. But it's not yeah. like each person in your party has to do it. Like each person picks yeah, exactly. a stop and gets to pick something, some sort of snack. Right. right. Even okay, though I just want the Dole Whip. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't buy the Dole Whip. You no, have to do it. It says you cannot buy it. That is for a prize only. Because that mango lime Dole Whip sounds amazing. <laughs> I know. I agree. Maybe it'll become a regular event. Who knows? <laughs> so even though the festival has only been open for a week, Disney guests have professed to love the brunch booth, um, the sunshine griddle, the very best, the one that Stephanie's going to eat mm -hmm. the cinnamon rolls for us. Mm -hmm. They say that the variety of food has something for everyone. Um, we mentioned the shrimp and the grits and the fried cinnamon rolls earlier, but they also have avocado toast and corned beef hash browns in a cheesy sauce. Yum. We want to let you know some favorites that kid guests recommend to kids traveling to Epcot and uh, who are with their parents. So the first mm -hmm. is a Fruit Loop shake at the Sunshine Griddle booth, that one that we just said was super popular. The shake is blue and covered with Fruit Loops on the top. It's said to be yummy and not too sweet. Also at the Hanami booth in Japan is a Frushi that is fruishi it's a what it's like sushi it's like sushi but it's with fruit I've, fruishi. I've had it before i didn't i must have said it wrong then too furushi sorry a furushi that is sure to make any child smile they're made with strawberries pineapples and cantaloupe wrapped in sweet rice and a pink soy wrap and served with whipped cream it is drizzled with a berry sauce and toasted coconut and they actually like they sound like they would be really sweet they aren't they're very mild tasting good very good but like very light and if you don't like coconut people i know some people don't you could probably ask and they would leave that off it didn't have an overwhelming coconut taste either like none of the none of the tastes were overwhelming so you had this i one. have had this Yum. one that i want to make really this good. one <laughs> uh there is loads of flower and garden merchandise with the orange bird as the mascot there are t-shirts cups and bowls featuring the beloved orange bird 
There are orange bird mini ears that have two orange pom-pom flowers for ears, a sequin light and dark green bow with an orange bird in the center and little daisies attached to the bow, as well as an adorable bucket hat, an orange bird that sits on your shoulder, an orange bird spirit jersey, and much, much more. Which Tim seems like he pretty much got all of the orange bird. I know. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Abby wants the bucket hat. It's super cute. It is cute. Did you look and see if it's on D Shop Disney? I have not. I might look and see. It might be part of her Easter yet. Vicky, you need to get me your list of what I need to look out for you for. <laughs> I just thought that bucket hat was super cute and I was telling Katie. It is cute. There is a new Dooney and Burke collection for the Flower and Garden Festival. This collection has a periwinkle background with Minnie in a spring polka dotted dress purple boots and a, and garden gloves. It has bouquets of spring flowers and butterflies all over it. The pattern comes in a cross crossbody bag, a shopper tote bag, and a wristlet wallet. If you love Dooney and Burke, you will want to check these items out. Those sound cute. And they I want to know if cute. Chrissy got this. <laughs> I don't know if she gets all of them anymore, but yeah, she's very strategic in making sure she gets just the right that would get number. expensive yeah she said it was her like one splurge i mean i i still want one of those lounge fly backpacks <laughs> actually that's oh. what jenny asked for for easter so cute thank you margie and gina for joining us this week for the magical disney news if you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can email us at mascapadespodcast at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, contact us at yourstorytravel.com. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, and our TikTok page for Your Story Travel is at your story travel and be sure to listen to friday's show uh, with vicky and her family as they discuss attractions in disney world that you may want to consider visiting while you are there if you're interested in receiving the your story travel monthly newsletter which is filled with resort reviews packing tips shopping tips history and more contact us at info at yourstorytravel.com or message us here at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com and Gina will make sure that you get a copy at the beginning of each month. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades Podcast. Well, everybody, I think it's that time. Disney love. See you real soon. Adventures out there. Have a magical day, my friends. can come true if you believe in them with all your heart and the best part is you'll never run out of wishes they're shining deep down inside of you because that my friends is where the magic lives
what they can't do these days. 